Hi, and welcome to the Wise Healthy Bites podcast. I'm Beth. And I'm Catherine. With a combined 27 years of experience as registered dietitians, we're here to share real-life nutrition tricks and lifestyle tips that we hope will inspire you to make healthful choices in the aisles of the supermarket and in life. This is episode number 11, Milking Almonds? And on today's episode, we're breaking down five popular plant-based milks and seeing how they stack up against regular milk. Hi, everyone. Thanks for joining us. We are always happy to have you tuning in. And so, Beth, when it comes to the dairy aisle, we no longer have the choice between, you know, just skim, 1%, 2%, or whole milk. There is, like, doors and doors of options. (laughs) Uh, More options than ever before, and many more plant-based options, like almond milks, and even there's oat milk now. Um, So what we're going to do in this episode is break them all down, and really our goal is to give you you, the shoppers, the confidence to know what you're buying at the grocery store. Yeah, that's right. And it it can be so overwhelming, which really, according to um, experts at Consumer Reports, um, you know, a survey says that half of all Americans are confused about plant-based milks and their nutritional profile. Many believe that plant-based milks have higher levels of nutrients than cow's milk, which is not necessarily the case. Right. That's right. We're going to really dig in and and share some of that helpful information. And there, I mean, there could be a lot of reasons that someone chooses an alternative over milk. I mean, the most obvious that I think of is if you have lactose intolerance mm-hmm. or a milk allergy, which, by the way, are different. So mm-hmm. lactose intolerance, you can't tolerate the sugar in milk. And then if you have a milk allergy, it's an issue with the protein in the mm-hmm. milk. So those are two different things. Um So that's obviously one reason you would pick an alternative. Um, Another thing, some people maybe just want to reduce their intake of animal products. So especially if you're vegetarian or if you're vegan or, again, just, you know, trying to be more Mm -hmm. plant-based. And some people just in general don't want to consume dairy for one reason or another. So they might look to something alternative. That's right. Um, You know, it's funny. I think most of us might think that these are new products and they're certainly yeah. new and very popular most recently, but they're really not new. They actually trace um, soy milk back to China in 1365, which is pretty significant. Um, and then almond milk goes back as far as the 13th century. So while they are new to us and kind of continuing to emerge in our, our dairy um you know, refrigerated cases, yeah. they, they've been around. Um, yeah. So nowadays, um, plant-based milks make up about 10% of the total milk market. Um, and the most popular kinds, of course, are almond, coconut, rice, and soy milk. Right. And we're going to get into all those today. So, so just curious, Beth, what kind of milk do you drink at home? What do you keep oh, in your wow. fridge? Uh, I actually do have a combination. So drink 1% or Yes, one percent. Yeah, cow's milk, <laughs> and um, also vanilla soy milk, which oh. I like for like smoothies or sometimes right. on like oatmeal yeah. or just something more for that vanilla flavor than yeah. anything. Yeah. So I, when I use milk, I don't drink a ton of milk. I mm-hmm. feel like, but I keep skim milk in the house. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I also, again, I have a combination like you do. So mm-hmm. I have in this little fancy, um, <laughs> dark, you are fancy, dark <laughs> chocolate almond milk mm-hmm. that I put in my iced coffee because it's like just it like makes it taste like chocolate milk Mm -hmm. it's so good Mm -hmm. so oh and we also asked our facebook group um if they i put a poll out and asked if they drink regular milk or an alternative Mm -hmm. so 80 percent uh drank regular milk and 20 percent said they drink an alternative so it really is a mix out there but it is definitely growing right right. um when it's nice to have like the option just like you and i both like are those examples of having you know dabbled between right exactly like use different types. types for different things right exactly 
Exactly. So before we dive into the nutrition piece of it, I wanted to explain how these plant-based milks are made because I'm just the type of person that needs to know the how and the why like behind the things and it I just I don't know. It's I'm kind of dorky, but whatever. <laughs> so, okay. So here's basically what it happens. So whatever you're making your milk out of, whether it be rice milk, almond milk, coconut milk, whatever it is, you're going to soak that item in water. And I'm just going to use almond milk because it's kind of the most mm-hmm. popular one. So you soak it in the water. So after you soak it for, you know, designated period of time, you're going to rinse the almonds and then you're going to drain them. Then you kind of grind them up into this like puree. And then during the final kind of formulation of the product, um, they're going to add water, different flavors, if, if it has a different flavor, vitamins and minerals. And so um, they might adjust nutrient levels. And we'll kind of talk about this mm-hmm. in a little bit, like how the nutrient levels differ in these different types of plant-based milks. Um, they might, again, add different amounts of sugar. So usually you can find unsweetened varieties, but mm-hmm. then there's also sweetened varieties. Which I think um, we both... That's. Maybe yeah. what we include, yeah, for yeah. The, the flavor yeah. of them. Yeah. Oh, yes, exactly. I can't do the unsweet. Agreed. <laughs> so, and then the amount of fat, again, like things can be modified. Um, so that's one way. There's also another uh, method. It's called a dryer pro- dry process um, where you dry out whatever, you know, you're making this milk out of and then you mill it into flour. Then you add the water flavor, nutrients, et cetera, et cetera. So, um, and there's a lot of, I mean... There's a lot of recipes out there if you are, like, really courageous enough to do this at home. <laughs> I really wouldn't. But. I, I was literally just thinking the same thing of mentioning the same thing that I've seen those different, um, you know, recipes. Yeah. And they all do seem to, like, to me, it looks like they oversimplify the process. But then right. when you look at the steps, it seems yeah. more involved than necessary and a ready-to-drink variety. Is, yeah. is definitely but you can make choice. it at home if right. you are really, really ambitious. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> well, I think that whole process is so interesting and, and just very uh, fascinating, like you said. Um, you know, so let's just dive in now into the nutrition piece, which is probably what's on the minds of all of our listeners yes. here. So, I mean, when it really boils down to it, it can be very difficult to match milk's nutrient profile. Yeah. Um, so when it comes to American diets, there are four nutrients that many of us don't get enough of, and these are actually considered to be um, a public health concern and referred to as nutrients of concern. Um, so those would include calcium, potassium, fiber, and vitamin D. Um, and so trick question, um, did you know that milk is the number one source when it comes to three out of the four of those um, very important essential nutrients? Um, and that would be calcium, potassium, and vitamin D. So again, milk, it's it's hard to match. <laughs> it really is. It is hard to match. So we took a look at the labels for five different plant-based milks. And we looked at almond milk, soy milk, oat milk which is really coming up that's r- super popular it is yes. like it's very, it's very yeah, new, new to market. um rice milk and then coconut milk but i want to uh specify that this is not like the coconut the thick like coconut milk you get in a can mm-hmm. that you might cook with we're talking about like a thinner coconut milk beverage mm-hmm. that's in like a container so mm-hmm. we took a look at the five of those and Um, looked at them to see how they compared to regular dairy milk. Um, So we're going to break down the highlights here. I feel like I need a drum roll here. like (laughs) Especially when it comes down to protein, because we know a lot of folks are looking to integrate uh, protein in various uh, different ways within their diet for satiety, maybe for like fitness and for, you know, muscle building and restoration and so forth. Um, So we know this is definitely a popular topic. Um, And so protein, regular milk versus soy milk, those have the most of 
of the you know non-dairy milk alternatives, if you will. Only soy milk contains uh, protein naturally in an amount that's comparable to uh, cow's milk. So that's eight grams per cup is cow's milk. Mm-hmm. Um, by contrast, almond milk, and I think this is really probably going to blow your mind, listeners. One of the most popular non-dairy options among you know consumers. Right. Um, it only contains one gram of protein per cup. I know, which I think is it's really huge. tricky when you even when you look at the packaging. They you know they're all very clearly showing almonds, and right. I think a lot of people associate almonds, of course, with plant-based protein right. and all those things. So, and then when you flip the the label and really review it, I feel like it's like, oh, that's it. I know yeah. I, that was my first impression when I you first know, really I saw never, these products. I really never considered like actual almonds versus the almond milk. Like mm-hmm. I was just comparing like almond milk to other milks. Mm-hmm. But that's true. Like when we tell people about like protein and healthy fats mm-hmm. and you know the plant-based protein, we're saying nuts, but mm-hmm. it's not the case with almond milk. Right. Yeah, and that's I, you know, interesting. I think almonds, even some almond milks, I've seen that they will break it down to X number of almonds per cup, right. which I think is also yeah. an interesting, yeah. it's, you know, a marketing so, yeah. strategy, of right. course. But um, so, yeah, when it comes down again, back to the original um, highlight there, protein, regular milk and soy milk are the highest the highest in protein. Those types of varieties. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so getting into those nutrients of concern where, you know, we're seeing that a lot of Americans are not getting enough. Um, so calcium. So calcium is found naturally in dairy milk, and then it's fortified in the others. So what it means when something is fortified is that vitamins and minerals are added to items where it wouldn't naturally occur. So I kind of always think of like cereals, like breakfast cereals have a lot of um, vitamins and minerals fortified in there. So the same thing happens with some of these milk alternatives. Um, so when you do look at them, and it's actually a good thing that they are fortified with calcium, because um, otherwise, you know, you wouldn't be getting them in there. So um, when we're looking at regular milk, you know, 30% of your daily value of calcium. And actually, I'm going to take a minute to describe what daily value mm-hmm. means. So when you look at the labels by, you know, calcium, um, vitamin D, those things, you're going to see a percentage. So calcium says 30% on regular milk. So that means if you have one serving of that, you're getting 30% of the calcium that you need in a day. Um, and that is based on a 2,000 calorie diet. So if you're mm-hmm. eating more, if you're eating less, like it'll it'll like wiggle right. a little it's bit. A, it's a good kind of at least like guideline. Right, if you exactly. like numbers exactly. and like to, to have that. Yeah. Exactly. So in comparison, you know, let's say you find a product on the shelf and by saturated fat, it says like 45%. So if you eat one serving, you're getting 45% of the saturated fat you know, that's recommended for a day, which is a lot, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. so in that case, a high number is not a good thing. Mm-hmm. So it kind of depends on the nutrient, but anyways, sidebar. So <laughs> calcium, they are kind of equal across the board. Um, 30% almond milk had 45%. Um, soy milk has about 20% and oat and rice milk have about 25%. So coconut, uh, the coconut milk, unfortunately, kind of ranks lowest for ev- all the nutrients. Hmm. Um, so it only has 10% of the calcium in there. Um, and then, you know, with the vitamin D, again, that's fortified in products. Regular milk has the most vitamin D. Um, and the other ones have varying amounts, um, just a teeny bit less than regular milk. No, yeah, it's really just, it's so eye-opening when you really start to, like, again, break it down. Right, and, like you compare know, side separate, by side. Yeah, uh, and really differentiate there. And, you know, potassium, again, so we think of potassium and its role in helping to manage, you know, blood pressure mm-hmm. and some of those different things. So best sources, um, you know, 
within the dairy case include regular milk, soy milk, and surprisingly oat, oat milk, milk, which I, I know. wouldn't have uh, considered. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I do feel like, you know, in this comparison, the regular milk, the almond milk, the soy milk, the oat milk, you know, they came up. But really, when it comes to the rice milk and the coconut milk, um, they aren't really great sources of a lot of these nutrients. So, and again, you know, there could be a variety of reasons why you're picking that, but it's just like we want you to be aware of what exactly is in there. And if you think you're getting all the same things as regular milk, you really might not be. Well, exactly. And I think that goes back to the goal when you acknowledge us really in the beginning is just to help you understand why you might choose one or the other and just yeah. really present the facts. And ultimately, yeah. you know, it's the, the consumer's choice and what works best right. for them. Oh, my gosh. One more thing I wanted to mention is the cost. Yes. I think that's so, so important. A half gallon of regular milk is two oh nine, and that's the cheapest um, out of all of them, so a half gil- half gallon of like coconut milk is three ninety nine. Oat milk is three eighty nine. Um, you know they're all in the three to four dollar range, so it's kind of half price for that regular milk. Right, and again, when you think of getting so much more nutritional value right, for your buck, exactly. and like kind of put it in that context, it really does I think make a, an important impression for yeah. sure. I think some other things to note would be too that the sweetened varieties of the plant based milks, of course, like you know Catherine and I were discussing, you know they do have added sugars. You know you might prefer them because they do have a better flavor. Maybe that you know you use them mm-hmm. for things to to add a little bit of sweetness to again oatmeal or smoothies. Um, but that does ultimately them give you more added sugar in your diet and more calories. Um, and regular mm-hmm. milk does have sugar, but it's all natural sugar great, from the lactose. Point. Exactly. Um, and so the other thing too, with all the fortification that goes into these plant-based varieties, it's really important that you shake them um, because those vitamins and minerals tend to sink mm-hmm. as they're They'll kind of settle standing. At the bottom. Um, so that if you're not equally dispersing them when you're shaking them, pouring it into the glass or, or whatever, you may be kind of missing right. out missing on out. some of those important vitamins and yeah. minerals. So question can plant-based milks be used in place of dairy in recipes? That is, oh, that's a really good question. And the answer is yes. So most of these non-dairy options can be swapped out cup for cup in most recipes. Obviously this isn't gonna work across the board, but um, the main thing is just to double check whether mm-hmm. you have a sweetened or unsweetened variety, because if it's a sweetened variety, it may affect the taste more so than an unsweetened variety. Yeah, that's a great point. Um, you know, and really we would probably recommend that soy milk um, is probably the best alternative to, you know, closest. cow's milk. Um, the closest alternative yeah. for sure. When you're baking, as it has the most similar texture, protein, and fat count to dairy milk. Right. And, you know, and really, whenever you're adjusting recipes, kind of, you might have to account for some of those those adjustments. And right. it may come out differently. So right. I would definitely say prepared. experimentation is probably, you know, really critical to get the right result if you are making some yeah. of those different swaps and so exactly. forth. Exactly. Um, and now what about this one? This is oh, a, another hot yeah. topic. Um, so are plant-based milks more sustainable? Yes. Great question. So when I was doing some research for this episode, I mentioned to a coworker that this is what we were talking about. And she, her first thought was, I want to know if these are more sustainable. Um, So I looked into this and, you know, the sustainability of each product and even lumping cow's milk into here is really complicated and it depends on a lot of things. So water usage, land usage, you know, the soil health, greenhouse gas emissions, like all of this has to be considered for like each stage of production when you're making these things. Um, And just as of right now, there's not, there's really aren't many studies that look at this, the environmental impact of these plant-based milks. Um, And really different companies use different processes. So there's the soaking versus the drying, you know, like, so that one would use more water than Mm -hmm. the other. So it depends on a lot of things. 
Yeah, that's a that's a really like you know big question. You think uh, yeah. like sustainability? Nothing that ever necessarily occurred to right. me. I'm thinking more of the nutrition angle, right, of course. Exactly. But it's definitely a great thing to to address yeah. for sure. Um, I think something else too to to note that in a recent review, researchers said that judging from very limited literature, plant based milk substitutes have a lower impact on the climate, require less land to produce. But the insu- the issue, excuse me, of course, is just far more complex because cow's milk contains several key nutrients that are also challenging to replace. So you right. have to kind of figure out that into the equation as well. Exactly. Um, so I guess kind of in short, the verdict is still out, yeah. you know, and, and, you know, certainly we expect more, you know, science to be kind of right. behind these to investigate some of those different exactly. types of things. So the last uh, question we want to tackle with this is, are plant-based milks a good choice for kids? Yeah, great question. Um, of course, there are some exceptions, which we'll address in a moment. So uh, a new guideline came out last year, late last year, saying that most children under the age of five should avoid a plant-based milk. So this guideline was developed by very leading health organizations, a ton of credibility behind their names, including the Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics, the American Academy of Pediatric Dentistry, the American Academy of Pediatrics, and the American Heart Association. So, you know, this is, again, a well-researched, well-science-based recommendation. Right. And so, and and that recommendation is because the plant-based milks that are made from things like the rice, the coconut, the oats, uh, with the exception of of fortified soy milk, because that is very similar to regular Mm-hmm. milk. They just lack those key nutrients that children need when they're growing. Mm-hmm. Um, and chances are, you know, you might be get also getting the sweetened varieties with the added sugar in them since obviously those taste better. I mean, that's what tastes better to me. And me so, <laughs> and of course, you know, this recommendation would not apply to children who have allergies or sensitivities to milk. Um, if it's a vegan family or even if you don't do dairy because of religious reasons and, and things like that. But in general, you know, regular dairy milk is the best for growing kids. So, Beth, what is our takeaway tip for the week? Yeah, and actually, even before I dive into that, I think, you know, if you are questioning whether or not your child may benefit from this, I think seeking out, you know, some expert advice, whether it's a physician, of course, or a registered dietitian, just so if you do make that swap that you're adequately supplementing with other, you know, calcium, potassium, all those things. There's plenty of other foods you can get the nutrients in. You just need to make sure that you are. Uh, Definitely. So, yeah, back to that takeaway tip. Um, So, you know, again, I think above all, our goal with this is really just to, you know, make you all as listeners, just more confident in making that decision. So, you know, I'm really just going to encourage label rating when it comes to selecting among plant-based milks, um, just to ensure that you're getting the nutrients that you need and potentially the best value and something that fits best within your lifestyle. Exactly. All right. Well, thanks everyone for tuning in. You can get in touch with us by joining the Wise Dietitians Facebook group. Simply search for Wise Healthy Bites on Facebook, or you can email us at wisedietitians at wisemarkets.com. The information shared in this podcast is intended for education only and is not intended to be a substitute for a medical diagnosis or treatment. The Wise Markets Healthy Bites podcast is owned and distributed by Wise Markets and Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation. Any rebroadcast or other use of this podcast without the express written consent of Wise Markets and Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation is strictly prohibited. Please click subscribe so you won't miss a single episode.